All right, welcome back to Give Me Some Truth. I'm Zach Nye. I'm owner of Green Clock Films, and I'm here today talking with Walkner Condon Financial Advisors and John Jordan about some new transition that's going on in their business. I'm excited to be here as a guest host, and let's get right into it, guys. So tell me a little bit about how this decision came to fruition. Nate, if you want to start us off. Sure. So Clint and I have had decisions with Jonathan for, by what, two years now? Um, in regard to uh, possibly joining forces, possibly, um, you know, kind of uh, uh, making a bigger team out of it. And uh, just recently, it's come to fruition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we met him, what, two years ago? Was three. Your... It's been three. Jake Foundation Golf Outing, I think, it was the first time we actually formally met, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we just got to know each other, developed a friendship first, really. And then it just started some discussions around whether or not it made sense to come together and uh, join forces, and, and that's that's kind of what happened. And I want to get into it in a moment, into the Jake Foundation. Let's save that for a little bit later on, but I want to start off quick with probably the number one question that everyone wants to hear from the two of you guys is that I know when I've talked to a lot of your guys' clients, I've been around, I've been helping you guys with marketing, you know, from the beginning, basically. A lot of your clients buy into you guys, and your business is so personal, and it's so much that your name is on the business, Walkner Condon, and they know that when they sign up as a client, they get Walkner Condon. How does this decision take that to the next level, or does it affect anything? Should, should they be concerned about any new transitions? Clint, if you want to start that off. Yeah, it's mostly status quo for our clients uh, because we see the business as a team concept, but if you've worked with Jonathan as your primary advisor, or you work with Nate and I, and we'll kind of talk about us as a unit, um, they're going to continue to do that as such. So they're going to continue to work with Jonathan. They're going to continue to work with Nate and I. Um, in the situations where there's some calendaring issues or there's some situations where somebody might bring a level of expertise um, that somebody might not have, then we'll probably, you'll see some new faces in there. But that's just meant to enhance the relationship. We're not going to replace anybody or we're not going to have any sort of uh, different sort of continuity plan or anything like that. If you're with Jonathan, you're with Nate and I, you're still going to maintain that relationship. And Nate, from your perspective, what skill sets does Jonathan bring to the table to actually propel that dual combo now into a three-way combo that not only he's, you guys, they're still going to get Nate and Clint, but now they're going to get an even better version of the team with having, you know, your all-star point guard or four, power forward over here. <laughs> right. Well, first and foremost, Jonathan's a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. That's a designation that uh, we didn't have in this firm. Uh, so that's a big addition to our firm to be able to have that. Um, his area of expertise um, goes into, um, one example would be foundation planning. So Jonathan is very active in foundations. Uh, we have clients that have foundations or, or are um, um, you know, part of a, either boards of directors or have desires to, to create foundations in the future. Uh, that's a huge area of expertise that he brings. Yeah, and also just having the CFP, and he can speak a little bit more about that, but um, you know, the financial planning aspect that he brings into it. He brings in a, a very developed background, uh, a lot of years of experience. So he has a ton of experience there, and, and we look forward to having him enhance our client offerings there. So from your, your guys' client's perspective, not only are they are still going to get you two, but they're going to get an advanced and an enhanced version of you two because of this new adjustment that's helping you guys become better business owners, better financial advisors better leaders within your industry. And so, John, let's shift it over to you from your from your client's perspective. Um, what is this giving the, you the opportunity to come over here and join this? Is, is a small firm 
give you more opportunities in the industry to do things that you couldn't elsewhere do in larger firms? Or how does that like really directly affect your current clients? Well, I think that's a great question because when you really sit back and look at this business, I think it's something our clients don't always understand, the different ways that people can be a financial advisor. You can hang your hat and say, you know, I'm a wealth management specialist. From my standpoint, you know, being a certified financial planner, being someone who works with individuals and business owners to not only identify their goals, to implement solutions, to monitor them, uh, to, to actually do the money management and pick and choose the investments and do the, the due diligence there. From my standpoint, the industry is really changing and going more towards uh, the need to have a true team approach. And, you know, normally people will say, I've got my book of business and they've got their book of business. But the idea is to be a part and to work with people that can truly pursue and be the best at what they do. And that's that's judged not by how much money you make in your career, but how much you help other people to identify and attain their goals. And so for me, in this opportunity that was presented in knowing Clint and Nate, I actually evaluated a number of different options as I pursued that team aspect. But really the one that stood out in the end was was with these two guys because we could see a vision for the future and how our businesses would merge together. And we also could complement each other in ways to make sure that not only are we helping our business to grow and, and be more successful by helping people achieve their goals, but that our clients were seeing that as well. And so I understand you've been in the industry for a number of years and you've worked for a couple larger firms. Sometimes people, when they look at it, like looking at, okay, this is a big house, this is a big house, and now you're going down to two advisors. Um, how is this a, an exciting adjustment for you and a next step into your career path at going into a private, you know, small firm like this rather than a big firm? Well, I, I'm extremely excited about this opportunity, and, and it has nothing to do with not liking being at a large firm. You know, I, I started obviously at Edward Jones um, 10 years ago, and you know, within a few years, moved over to Merrill Lynch of where I was there for six years. And now in making a move over here, the first step I would say is independence. You know, my my goal with my clients is to always give conflict-free advice. And I want to make sure that anybody that I'm partnering up with is going to hold that same standard. And secondarily, having a fun environment, a place where I love to come to work, because sometimes this can be a very difficult job. I know more recently, markets have been a little bit smoother than they were back in 2008 and 2009, but I remember what those days were like, and it's tough sometimes to go to bed if I know that my clients are hurting today or they're, they're seeing something and they're scared because those are the moments that I still have to help them and fly the plane and make sure they don't jump out the side you know, and, 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 and try and hope the parachute opens. You know, We get a chance to really let them understand this is just some turbulence. So that having it being smaller and more independent and having a place that's fun to come to work to get through those are two of the main reasons. Um, but I'd say in the third, third one from my perspective is this industry changed to a, a fiduciary standard for our clients and to be true 100% um, fiduciaries for our clients. This was the one place that I felt that it offered me that opportunity um, to be independent and, and to be on a team. And to me, I mean, yeah, I am a Bears fan. And these guys are Packers fans, but we decided to put those aside and really work together here to make something special. 
How did that, I mean, what were your guys' thoughts towards all that? Bears versus Packers? I mean, what are your clients going to think? Well, it's not ideal. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, our office manager, is also a Cubs fan, and Nate and I are Brewers fans, too. So, you know, you got to, let's see, it's diversity, right? Yeah. It's just uh, getting them all together. Seeing things from different viewpoints. It's okay. (laughs) As my kids say, it's okay to be accepting. It's It's, it's okay. We should, you know, applaud that. So So, so another thing that I think is is really crucial towards your guys' industry, and one thing I've always found as a core competency and a competitive advantage is that the compliance issue in your guys' industry is very, very, very strict. And I know that you're probably used to a totally different ball game, and like a lot of financial advisors couldn't even be having this conversation we're having right now as raw and behind the scenes and as organic as we can. What are your thoughts from that sake to be able to be that real and not have to worry about the compliance issues not only from you know being in front of your clients and in face-to-face meeting, but through podcasts, through video, and being able to connect with them in other ways that might be more convenient for them. Yeah, times they are changing, and we are going to a much more connected world with the internet of things and, and the fact that people have multiple ways that they can get information. <clears throat> I know from my uh, past, I have not had the opportunity to communicate with my clients in this way and this medium based on different levels that large corporations have on on compliance and information being able to get out to them. So I'm excited about that portion of it. But at the same time, you know, why is compliance there and why is that important? It's extremely important and it's important that our clients know that, you know, we run a business in a certain way and there's a certain standard when you talk about being a fiduciary. Ultimately, to make it really simple to understand is that, that we're giving conflict free advice that is always in our client's best interest and not in ours. And if you can realistically, you know, run your business that way and you know that your clients are getting there, then that's where you know that compliance all the way through every process that we do, that we are holding ourselves to the highest standards that this industry has to offer. And I think that that's one thing that's important too, and and this is something that Clint and I found when when we opened the firm um, back in 2012. it's not that there's a lower uh, level of, of regulation or, or um, it's not as though the clients are, are more exposed because they're within an independent firm. They're actually more protected, but in a simpler, uh, cleaner way. So essentially what we mean by that is, as Jonathan alluded to, the fiduciary standard of care, which our firm is founded on, says that by law, everybody that does what we do in our firm has to do what's in our client's best interest before ours. Okay. So essentially how the law looks at it, and I'll speak slightly out of term because Clint's our chief compliance officer, but um, essentially what that means or how the law looks at that is they feel more comfortable without having so many step-by-step regulations on a firm like ours because the client ultimately is protected by this kind of gold standard, which is if you're if, if what was done for you is not in your best interest, that's it. That's the ballgame. And so by having that simple of a... Of a um, of standard or or having it that clear cut, the the governors that uh, govern our firm or our, our industry feel confident that clients are protected because of that gold standard. Yeah, and I mean, just speaking from a compliance standpoint, you know, the, with a larger firm, you have so many other advisors that you have to police. So then you start putting in constraints and controls, and that's how it happens. So we we face a lot of the same compliance burdens that they do, but it's just. Uh, you know, we were able to kind of open it up a little bit more and allow a little bit more because um, we're able to review it in a much quicker way. And, you know, we kind of centralize that, those sort of communications to our clients. And for a firm like 
Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones to do that is almost impossible because if you, they had everybody be able to do whatever they wanted on social media and those sorts of things, it, the compliance burden would be would be too onerous for the firm to even do it. So, just one one last point to that, and, and Zach, I think this is a great question to talk about. <clears throat> you know, but going back, both firms that I spent time at are outstanding firms, and during the time that I was there, never felt uncomfortable or asked to do anything that I, I wouldn't be in my client's best interest. But that, that having actually that legal uh, standard of, of care there, of the fiduciary standard, I still feel is important, even though during the time there, I found that it was, they both were excellent places for my clients to be. But I'm looking at moving forward. And where is this industry going? And where are these new regulations and changes and, and understanding of the technology and what we can do for clients and how quickly we can do it versus, you know, maybe the old way? So... I want to be progressive in the way that I pursue running my business and helping my clients. And I truly just felt that I was, be, you know, joining on with one of the most successful and progressive firms that, that Madison has to offer right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I completely agree with you and I agree with you pointing that out. I don't think that the bigger firms in any way, shape or form have any lower standards or anything like that. But let's shift into and talk about the future and like what your title is going to be and how you're going to be a part of this business and how this is all going to wrap in. Um, you know, obviously as partners, you guys have an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, you've you've been an employee of the past of other firms, and do you pride yourself on being an entrepreneur? And is that one of your passions? Are you excited about the potential to be a future partner here? Or talk talk a little bit on that in that regard. Yeah, I think uh, when when you really look at you know, where we're going to be when, you know, our businesses are completely merged and we've been able to successfully transition uh, the people that, that, you know, want to work with me and also new clients that, that have the opportunity to meet in this capacity. You know, titles and, uh, and you know, what's on my business card don't really matter to me as much as working with these two guys. I, I think with our business merge, the goal is for us to, to be able to be owners and part owners and partners in this and, and moving forward to, to make sure that, that, their clients who already have been getting great service and my clients that have been getting great service are going to continue to get that, but only get it at an even greater level because the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. And I get really excited about that. But my goal is to be you know, a, a partner with, uh, with Clint and Nate, and, and I know that I wouldn't have, have made the move over here if they didn't see that uh, for me as well. And absolutely, as a small business owner myself, though, there has to be some sort of level of deeper excitement or true just passion in regards to at the end of the day you know you're building a legacy and you're building a foundation with these two gentlemen to hopefully become the financial advising company in Madison or potentially you know beyond that um, where as to prior you know it was like you're working your, your butt off but at the end of the day it's not your business it's not your name on the door it's not you know so does that mean anything to you, or is, at the end of the day, is that really important at all? Well, I think any time that you sit back and look at, you know, what you know your title is or anything, either there's a moment where you just want to make sure you get it right. But I think the best title that I've ever had in this business is just to be called somebody's. That's my guy. Like to stand up, I've had some clients stand up at a seminar and 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 say to people that were not clients of mine that happened to be there, that I trust all my money with Jonathan. And here's the reason why he's my guy. 
I love and, I, and, and, and I want to be that for my clients and whatever's on the, on the door or on my business card, they're always going to know that I'm a certified financial planner and that every day I go to work and I want to make sure that every person that trusts me and gives me the opportunity to help them to achieve their goals is getting 100% of my best effort. And, you know, I use my education and my continuing, um, you know, we have to do continuing education for the certified financial planner um, for it to be able to hold that designation. And when I'm doing that, I don't view it as a burden. I view it as a great opportunity to learn more in order to bring that out to my clients and add value to their lives. And can you guys relate to that as well? I mean, when he says the term, that's my guy, like I'm sure that that really resonates with you guys as well, because I'm sure that a lot of people will say that same thing about you guys. What are your feelings towards that? I mean, are your thoughts at the end of the day kind of all about that as well, is just being able to have that level of trust with your clients and be able to say, that's my guy? Well, I hope they say that's my guys, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, or they could call us Clate. That's what we've been called that before, <laughs> among other things. Um, no, I, I think that that's the best compliment somebody can give you is just saying, or, or they'll say it in a different way and just say, I know that when I come in here and I talk to you guys, I feel better. Um, if I have some questions, they're answered, and I know that no matter what, you guys have it. And that can be the best thing that somebody can ever say to us. Is that or they'll say, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have you to worry about have it. Anymore. I know you guys right. have my best interest in mind. And, you know, that, I think that's the interesting thing about being uh, a firm that relies on management fees versus commissions. You know, mm -hmm. we, we're fee only, and it's a situation where, you know, we try to give conflict-free advice. That's our goal. And you don't have to worry about, okay, are they earning this amount of commission for selling this product, or is this mutual fund company giving you anything? I mean, we're completely ag agnostic to product. So, you know, there are a ton of different great investment managers out there that we can go and hire and, uh, you know, build portfolios, all kinds of different funds, but we don't receive anything more for any of that. So I think that's the important distinction there is that really when you pay us a management fee, you're paying for our brains and our advice, and that's it. So I think it's a freeing thing for clients. They don't have to worry about that. And one thing to follow up on that, though, is the whole solo sport versus team sport mentality. When you say, that's my guy, how's it going to feel if, you know, that person says, that's my guy, that's my team, you know? Is that going to that excite you to be on a team sport rather than an individual sport? Well, it does, it does excite me. I, I, in, in the past, I've, I've been on teams, and I've had, had a team and a partner, um, and I've always had assistants that have worked with my clients, but I like to view it, you, know, you talk about the team sport analogy. I, I'm a huge fan of somebody that you, I think, grew up in his hometown with, Mark Burley. I know he, I'm a big White Sox fan. He used to catch and, for him in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to catch <laughs> for them, but, but Mark Burley threw an amazing, perfect game and I'll never forget that because everybody talks about the perfect game that Mark Burley pitched. But you know what I'm always going to remember is Dwayne Wise's catch in the ninth inning where not only did he go up to rob the home run, but after the ball fell out of his glove as he was falling down, he desperately reached to grab that ball. And it cemented a moment in history that nobody remembers the perfect games that were lost on the last play of the game. They always remember the perfect game, but the pitcher gets credit for that. At the end of the day, you have to have a team around you. And in this case, I, I've, I'm joining a team of all-stars. You know, our merger of, of our businesses here, which is, is I think is truly going to be something special as we move forward and grow this, but we have different abilities and skill sets that we have to offer. And the great thing is the clients aren't getting billed any more or less than if they were working with just me. And I might be the only person that that client talks to. But they know that if I'm gone, that they've got two other people that are just as concerned about their goals and their money and their family or their life situation and will be there to help them just as if I was there. And I think that us having that 
that teamwork and that camaraderie is going to continue to to separate us as one of the you know premier you know small firms in the Madison area. And I'll, I'll jump in on that just briefly. Um, you know, we have Kevin here at our firm as well, who's our office manager and marketing specialist. And I think that um, that that's different. And Jonathan can maybe speak to this a little bit, but having a dedicated person to do that solely to, to kind of take care of that piece and, and to be that first line of of of, um, of support for clients if, if it's something quick that they need or somebody that they, they just need to get somebody on the phone. He he's there. He's answering the phone. You're not getting a phone tree. You're not getting a press two for this or whatever. I mean, you're getting right into right into Kevin, and you're going to get right into us. So it's it's a connection there that that doesn't exist maybe in other firms. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that the team aspect. Um, in conclusion, guys, one final statement, and we'll start with you, Nate. First, hate to put you on the spot, <laughs> but just you know, by order of clockwise here, what's the most exciting thing that you're pumped about for the future of this new transition? Well, really, it's because in my in my head, you know, this is a one plus one equals three or, you know, a two, you know, two plus one equals five equation is really what it feels like. And it, it's, it's exciting for Clint and I, because, um, for so long, you know, we've looked at the possibilities of what if we did bring somebody else and what would that look like? And now it's coming to fruition. It's not a, it's not a, what if, or might this happen or 20 years from now, is it still just going to be the two of us? It's, it's happening. And, and that's been, probably the most exciting thing for me is to, to just think about the possibilities that exist by having somebody else here um, where we can, you know, magnify what we do and, and multiply it um, beyond just adding another person. It feels like we're adding an entirely new you know, kind of phase to our, to our business. How about you, Clint? Um, I'm really excited for this opportunity. And I think it's because um, John is very talented, he, and he grew up in a different sort of environment than Nate and I did. So Nate and I met at UW Credit and Investment Services, um, and I did some work before that with uh, MetLife Resources. And you know, we all have different backgrounds, and we all have different areas of expertise. And I'm really excited about being able to learn from somebody new. And you know, we all like like I have a lot of uh, state of Wisconsin and, and UW um, benefit plan expertise, and Nate's. You know, Nate was a, a realtor and a mortgage loan officer for a while. And, and so, and, you know, Jonathan's got foundation experience and he's a CFP and, you know, he brings some unique planning uh, experiences as well with di a different type of clientele. So, you know, just being able to all share ideas together, I think that it, it'll make us all better planners in the end. And I think we're going to be able to provide great service to our existing clients. Um, I'm excited for his clients to give us feedback. Um, as far as our processes, as far as uh, the expertise that we have, as far as our communication, because I think one thing that sets us apart is that we're very, you know, we're very accessible, we're very dependable. We've got a situation where um, we try to communicate with our clients all the time uh, over different market cycles, and so hopefully they enjoy that as much as we enjoy giving it to our existing clients. Absolutely. Well, for me, the I look at it from the standpoint of how not just myself, but other people would view what success truly is. And for me, I've been successful and I, I continue. I, I ran a successful practice when I was at Merrill Lynch and that was why they recruited me over from Edward Jones and really enjoyed doing what I do. But why would you make a change? Why would you ever uh, kind of throw things and, and you know, and, and say, I, I think that I can do this better. And for me, it's three things. One is it really has to make sense for my clients moving forward for that it's in their best interest. 
you know, the second thing is it needs to make sense for my family. And, and that one is an extremely important one, as, as important as the clients. And the third one is it, it has to make sense for me personally, because ultimately I'm the one that wakes up every day and continues to deepen my relationships with my clients, with, with people that I haven't even met yet, with uh, Nate and Clint's clients and the firm clients as we move forward. And those three things, when you sit down and evaluate them, when they're all in line with each other, you know it's right. And I think that's why I get the most excited about you know, where we are going to be moving forward and, and creating something even better than what we've already successfully created apart is that for me personally, all three of those things are in alignment. So I get excited to be able to share this as we move forward with, with my clients and be able to have my family really see the excitement that I have coming to work every day for, for a smaller group with a couple of great guys. And, and, you know, the people that we ever bring into this firm will always go through that same rigorous, you know, is this the right thing and the best thing for our clients? And is this thing going to be the best thing for us? And if so, we're going to try and make sure that those are the type of people that become a part of our organization. And one follow-up in regards to that, because I did promise at the beginning of this podcast we touch base on it briefly, or touch base on it briefly, but we're getting a little low on time here. So I know family's been very important for you, and uh, from what I know about you, John, I, I've never seen anything but besides that. Tell us a little bit about your foundation with Jake Foundation and how what you've learned through that experience and the appreciation you've had for that type of you know, just experience in your life, how does that translate into the dedication and what you bring to this business? Well, I appreciate you, you bringing that up. I, I, I know that I got into this business 10 years ago because my, I had a son born with severe special needs and I really needed to find a career that I could be home and around and because he was in the hospital quite a bit. And I, it was a scary time, you know, it was the beginning of uh, end of 2007, early 2008, and the financial world was collapsing around us, and my, my son was in the hospital. So we decided that, you know, new start, new career with our family, that we wanted to make a difference. And so I started a golf outing. And after we've had 10 outings now, about four years ago, we decided to start our own, you know, 501c3 nonprofit and be able to make an impact in the community and be almost a pass-through type uh, charity for, for our donors and supporters where we can support the Children's Hospital, which uh, I'm currently a board member on, um, and I'm a co-chair for the community around the Children's Hospital organization. It's, it's CATCH is the acronym, and, and we're you know a, a bunch of young leaders around the community that are making a difference for volunteerism and being up-to-date on what's going on at the hospital and the future donors because it's a nonprofit. And the Jake Foundation gets to support those. And we also support Johns Hopkins University um, with a $10,000 grant every year for research um, for Sturge-Weber syndrome, which is the disorder that my son has, um, amongst other, you know, glaucoma and Klippel-Trenani. He has a number, but the Sturge-Weber syndrome is the one that gives him the most issues. So, so it's been very successful, but I love having those opportunities, and it does blend into to what I do for a living because there are oftentimes people when it comes to foundations that have financial questions. And... You know, my goal is to always continue to be the forefront of, of people's minds as to if they want to find out how they can either start their own foundation or ways to run endowments, um, you know, ways to, to make a difference in the community by raising money that, that we can be uh, or that I can be somebody they can consult with. And, and we have an amazing website. <clears throat> it's uh, uh, the Jake Jordan or it's jakejordanfoundation.com. And 
we had a, a nice, a brilliant guy like, like you and your people do an awesome video that shares our story. It's a, about a nice little four-minute video, but thank you again for that. Well, I appreciate the plug, but yeah. So I can tell you right now, guys, uh, I'm excited about where this is going. The energy, the passion is, is infectious in this room, and I, I speak on behalf of Madison community that I, I can tell you right now, you guys are going to do some big things in this community, and I can't think of three better guys to partner together to really manage the, the wealth and the well-being of many families in this community. So I wish you all the best, and I appreciate you guys letting me be be here today as your guys' guest host. And uh, hopefully we can touch base in uh, six months or a year and do a checkup and see how things are going. So thanks for joining us on Give Me Some Truth, and we'll see you next time. Advisory services are offered through Wachner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Wisconsin and Texas. Clint Wachner and Nate Condon are investment advisor representatives of Wachner Condon. Kevin Castro is an office manager and marketing communication specialist for Wachner Condon Financial Advisors. He is not registered, and his participation in this podcast is limited to unregistered activities and will not be providing any advice that is investment-related, nor should any comments he makes be construed as giving investment advice. Insurance products and services are offered through WC Insurance Services, LLC, Wachner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, and WC Insurance Services, LLC, are affiliated companies. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Wachner Condon Financial Advisors LLC is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Wachner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Wachner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not promise or guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see wachnercondon.com for additional disclosures.